We are here in Wellman, Iowa, as Mid Prairie is about to take on the Wilton Beavers. Uh, we want to thank the Packwood Locker for presenting the pregame show. We have Coach Sherrado with us. Welcome to the program, Coach. Thank you. Well, uh, I guess let's just talk about who you're pitching tonight. Uh, we're going to start with Drew Keith, um, and then we'll uh, patch it together with Briar Putman and Caden Sivia. That's what we have left for the week. We've had a busy week, so... That's who we have available, and that's what we'll go with tonight. Well, how many games have you played this week already? Uh, we played we played three so far. This is game four, and we played we play Saturday as well. So and you got some games Saturday too. Uh, well, what pitchers are not available tonight? Uh, Landon Putman and uh, Ben Garvin are not available, and Kane Willie. Those three are not available tonight. Okay. Well, uh, could you go over the lineup with me? Uh, yes. Yeah, so well, Drew pitching to Cade Serrata, Carter Hall be at first base. Um, Landon Putman at second base, Jackson Drayfall at shortstop, um, uh, Chaz Allison at third base, uh, left field will be Owen Hassel, center field, Ben Garvin, right field, Cason Reed, and Aiden Walker will be our designated hitter tonight. We got anybody that, that's swinging the, ball, the bat pretty well right now? Uh, our top three guys in the order are, are hitting pretty well right now. Uh, Owen Hassel, Ben Garvin, Kate Serrata, and Carter Hall starting to come out of his funk here a little bit and get, uh, starting to pick up some RBIs for us in the four hole. So hopefully, you know, if we get spotty hitting off and on throughout the lineup, we just need to get it all together for a day and hopefully things will go that way as we keep going through the season. Well, uh, we are here in Mid Prairie's uh, uh, home field here. Uh, it's a beautiful field with the uh, half a million dollars worth of renovations. What are you going to have to do to beat this number one ranked team tonight? Obviously, we're going to have to play good defense behind Drew. We can't come out and make mistakes. Um, the other night, we made several mistakes against them, and that led to some runs. We were you know, right in the game three to nothing in the sixth inning, and then a couple mistakes and a couple walks, and then they, they kind of blew that one open on us and beat us six nothing. Uh, but hopefully we can play well tonight and, uh, you know, come out and get a good ball game for them. Well, I'm noticing it's the outfield defenses that seem to be making the difference. The team that's outfield makes the good plays. Uh, how's your outfield been doing, and, and do you think that they can get a good performance for you tonight? Yeah, outfield's been pretty strong all, all season long. Uh, Owen Hassel in left and Ben Garvin in center. Casey Reed in right. They have several outfield assists this year. Uh, good arms out in the outfield and also you know, good speed to track down a lot of baseballs for us. Well, you, you play a lot of teams, a lot of great teams all over the place, but you never hardly come anywhere near me. So uh, I've always wanted, I've wanted to see the team really bad this year, so I took the opportunity to come today. And uh, I'm looking to see the best out of you tonight. All right, we appreciate you being here. All right, thanks for being with us. Thank well, the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa, presents the pregame show. We have uh, Mike Hassel, a kid who used to play baseball for me. Uh, he's got a, Owen Hassels, his son, plays for the Wilton Beavers. He's up here helping me out with the names and stuff. He's going to give you the lineup for uh, the Wilton Beavers. Leading off, number seven, Owen Hassel. Batting second, number eight, Ben Garvin. Batting third, number 19, Cade Serrata. Batting cleanup, number 18, Carter Hall. Batting fifth, number 23, Cason Reed. Your DH tonight will be number 10, Aiden Walker, and he'll be batting for number nine, Jackson Drayfall, playing short. Batting six will be Chaz Allison, number 22. Drew Keith will be batting eighth, number three. And number 15, Landon Putman, will be batting ninth. All right, well, Mid Prairie has got Brown leading off. He's playing first base. Grout uh, as, at shortstop, as he's been all year. Uh, Bean will be in right field. Uh, 
Henry's the DH. Squat is in left field. Uh, Weber is on the mound. Hall uh, is catching. Miller at center field. Gingrich uh, at third base. And Captain Picard is uh, playing second base. Well, we'll be right back with the start of the game. Well, once again, my guest is, is Mike Hassel. His son Owen is going to lead off. Owen had a, 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 a ball, a foul ball hit him in the eye, uh, and he missed part of a game, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> Seemed like he would have missed a lot more than, than what he did as I was slowing up. Uh, uh, must be some kind of a tough kid to get back in line. He's, he's a very tough kid. He took one, he had, took an inside pitch, opened up on it, and took it right between the eyes. It swelled up his eye immediately. Uh, it took about three days for it to start to open up. On that fourth day, we had a doubleheader, and he was there to play. So he's a very tough kid. Well, uh, they need him. Uh, Coach Serrata says he's one of the three guys that have really been consistent this year. He says that other players have been up and down, but the, uh, he's had a, a, a tremendous level of consistency. Yeah, he's still young. They're all they're all really young. Give him a year or two to get get used to the varsity pressure, and they'll be they'll be competing with the best of them. Well, both teams have played a lot of games, and uh, they're. I, I imagine their their pitching's a little thin tonight. Uh, very, very. Four but, or five uh, games a week will do that to any bullpen. Well, uh, Wilton's going to start Drew Keith. What do we know about him? He's a good hard-throwing sophomore. He's He's got good control. Uh, he'll strike a few guys out. He'll give up a few big hits as well. But for the most part, he's got pretty good control. Well, they've got this uh, uh, Weber pitching, but I can't even uh, – I don't know anything about it. But I guess oh Brady Weber, he's a sophomore. He's an outfielder and a pitcher, and uh, this game's about ready to get started. Okay, as we begin here, leading off for the Beavers, left fielder number seven, Owen Hassel. Well, it's a left-hander on the mound. Uh, how's Owen uh, uh, done against left? Oh, he's been up and down. He's kind of been in a slump here recently, so we'll see how he does. Here comes the pitch, high upstairs a little bit. The wind's First blowing out to, to right. And this is a gorgeous uh, ballpark, isn't it? Yes, it is. Here's the pitch. Strike on the inside corner. Yeah, Mike, uh, uh, you've been here last year. You thought was, it was a nice park. I was there last you year. You come back, and it's a half a million dollars worth of renovations. Uh, uh, are you impressed? Very impressed. Holy cow. Yeah, this is something to pattern off of for sure. Well, uh, here comes the pitch. And he drives it, and it looks like it's going to fall, and it does. And the Wilton Beavers are off to a great start. As Owen Hassel has uh, has broken up the no hitter uh, already. <laughs> well, how Beavers is number eight center fielder Ben Garvin. How fast is this young man at first base? He's pretty fast. Is he? Does he have a, a pension for larceny? No, he he's known to steal a few. But it's tough when the, the you got that left hander looking right at yeah, you. Yeah, he'll. Well, uh, this is uh, uh, Garvin. Yeah, Ben Garvin. Ben Garvin, and I guess he's a. Uh, Another sophomore. He's a sophomore, but he's been a very consistent hitter. Very consistent hitter. Very. Does he bunt? Do you think? Oh, they're throwing over. That's the. That's it's tough with the left hander. I mean, they look. It's great to steal third base on a left hander. Yeah. But it's a. Uh, uh, is there any chance of any button or hitting and run? Or oh, that's like possible. That? Yeah. Here comes the pitch. He's going, and it's a bunt, and it's up in the air, and they caught it, and that's a double play. Hmm. That's not exactly how you draw it up. 
The only thing he had a good enough jump, he was going to steal that base. I do. I believe you're right. But the coach gives you the bunt signs. You put it down. But you got to get a. Uh, you got to get on top of the ball. That's yeah. the, the thing. He's normally he normally puts them down pretty good. That's the first one I've seen him bump bun up in the air all year. Well, uh, good strategy, poor execution. Here's the pitch. Well, so this batter is Serrata. Cade Serrata, sophomore. And he is the coach's son and another kid that, uh, hey, look, if you'd have got the runner down to second base, you'd have had the, the three, four, five guys. And there's another hit. Base hit to the left field. That's pretty much his cream of the crop right there. That's his. Well, I, I don't think that this young Weber kid has anything that's uh, fooling anybody. No, uh -uh. doesn't look like it. Uh, he's just throwing it up there, and uh, but hey, you know what? Contact. Putting the ball in play—that's what you want. You want you want to make him put the ball in place. So your defense can make plays. He hasn't really thrown that many pitches. No, uh, but see if you if you got that guy to second base, and they just wouldn't have bunted. Yeah, he would have been down to second base, and you had to run in. Yeah, and runs may be hard to get. Uh, tonight. Oh, I guarantee your runs are going to be hard to get against now, this you, team. You've seen this Smith Prairie team, yeah, and, we and you're pretty them. impressed with them. We faced them Monday night twice, and they they clocked us both both games. So, yeah, they're an animal for sure. Now, you guys play a, a, a bunch of big-time schools, don't you? You have some, some non-conference schedules. Uh, we got Williamsburg this Saturday at Here's Bush Stadium. Kids. Now, what's it going to be like for your kids to go down there and play at Bush Stadium? I mean, what would it be like for you when you were a kid to go yeah, play at a I never got to do any of you know. I mean, uh, my famous saying is I would have cut one of my testicles out with a butter knife for one at bat in the Midwest League, I think. But, yeah, I I, uh, I don't think you could have wiped the smile off my face for days after doing something like that. You no, know, I, I, I got to see some kids play football at Kinnick Stadium, some high school kids, and that was something, watching them come down the yeah, tunnel and walk right. out on the field, you right. know. You, you just couldn't imagine it. There's some kids that got to play it. Uh, someone in this area seemed to play a game at the Sec Taylor Stadium here recently. Here's the pitch. Five ball. So this is uh, the Carter Hall. Carter Hall. He's no, a big fella. Another sophomore. We're a sophomore-dominant team, let me tell you. Well, you've been uh, – but the Wilton Beavers football team was sophomore-dominated, uh, and they made a lot of noise, and they were uh, – uh, giving some pretty big schools a lot of runs. There's a nice hit down the third base line. He fields it. He throws it over, and he gets it. I would have liked to have seen that runner run a little harder than he did, but he just don't get that in baseball oh, anymore. Well, that was the Clarehan Trucking first inning. We'll also be looking for the Clarehan Trucking drive of the game. Yeah. All right, well, we'll be right back with the bottom of the first inning. Well, uh, here we are at the Clarehan Trucking bottom of the second inning, and Kane Brown is up, and I'm telling you, I think he's the best hitter uh, Mid-Prairie has. I might be wrong about that, but he sure is. Uh, if he's not, he's among them. He's a left-handed hitter. Uh, this kid's right-handed. Uh, he got a strike on him on the first pitch there. Here comes the pitch. Ball inside. But, uh, yeah, Kane Brown is a tremendous athlete. He's just done a... a I don't know how Mid Prairie has so many great athletes. They just all the time, you know, they'll have great athletes graduate and they got great athletes coming in right behind them. Here comes the pitch. Swing and a miss. Now last inning, last time I watched him, he come up in the first inning and I, and he took the ball, which would have been deep, but the wind hadn't been blowing so hard in. Uh and the uh, the right fielder caught it right on the right on the fence. But he was able to get a couple RBIs later in that game with some timely hitting. Here's the pitch. And 
Oh, strike. Oh, ball inside. Oh, it hit him. What hit it? I think it hit him. I think it did. Looked like a strike. <laughs> I, I didn't. Uh, up seven, I thought the curveball broke over the plate wow. when he raised his arm up there, and I said, "Well, it looked like a strike to me over the plate." But but yeah. it must have hit his jersey or something. But he's at first base either way. Well, Mid Prairie uh, uh, did just like Wilton and got the first guy on. There's the pitch, strike one. Well. Uh, this young man's staying in the strike zone here at the beginning of the game. He throws a lot of strikes. When he's on, he's pretty good. Well, here's the here's the delivery and the pitch. The runner's going. There's a throw down, and they might have him, but they don't. Who's this young catcher you got? Cade Serrata. Cade Serrata. Yeah, that's the coach's. He did everything good, but it was too good of a jump. Uh, he, he got was, a pretty good jump. He got a he got a good read on the delivery, and another left-handed hitter is up, and his name is Grout Carson Grout, the Iowa Hawkeye commit. Here's the pitch, and he drives it to center field. The center fielder's on his horse. He gets over. He catches it. The runner tags up, but uh, a great throw to third base, and he stops. He stops at second. Wow, how about that, Mike? Yeah, that center fielder's got a Next gun. Well, I talked to Coach Serrata, uh, and I talked to him about the outfield defense, and yep. I told him night after night I'm out here, and it's the outfield defense that's winning games. Yeah. You know. Um, We're losing as a gun. Well, yeah, players. I mean, you make out. I mean, it gets by the infielder, it's a single. Yeah. You've got a guy at first base, gets by the outfielder, it's a whole shebang. Ball in the dirt. And it's just that, you know, there's sometimes there's a guy's coming around third and you don't got a chance, but they throw it home, and then the guy from first goes down to second. I, yep. Uh, that's the kind of stuff that frustrates me. Yeah, it just irritates you. Well, this is Alex Bean. Here's the pitch. He was a, he did a great job of pitching in the last game. We got cut up here and seen West Branch. Have you guys played West Branch? No, we have not. They were kind of struggling to get a win when I saw them, but uh, they played a pretty good game. Uh for a team with no losses going or no wins going up against a state number one ranked team. Ball outside, but they had a bad inning, you know? Yeah. And that's what their coach always says. We always have a bad inning. Yeah. You know? A little clear hand trucking, looking for the drive of the game here. Alex Bean's a great player. There the runner goes. He's going to third base, and the ball's a little late, and he got another great jump. Gabe. Brown, Brown delivers over to third base. Kane Brown, what an unbelievable player. Well, there's one out and a runner at third base. Three balls and one strike. There's the pitch. It's a fly ball. It's right in between the first baseman and the second baseman. Just a little slap hit. And the Mid-Prairie Golden Hawks have something cooking here in the first inning. Next up in Goldbox is a designated hitter number 15, Dylan Henry. Well, Dylan Henry, the cleanup hitter's up. He's a DH tonight. The, uh, you know, that, that just those balls are just here or there. You know, if, it, if, it, if that goes to the second baseman, we might be out of this inning with no runs. Upstairs. Now you tell me your shortstop's pretty pretty talented player. He's a freshman. He's a young kid. Throw over. He gets back. 
people are all excited about the Wilton Beavers football team. I, I've been hearing that from lots of coaches. Yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're worried, more or less. We're looking forward to football season for sure. Ball outside. Now, your son was a running fool last year. Yeah, he was. He was breaking out. He was good at getting those big open runs, you know. Yeah. Once he'd get out there, he'd get those those big 30-yard-plus runs. Here comes the pitch. Oh, he got it in there. Yes, definitely on that one. That was the best pitch he's thrown all night, I think. Two balls and a strike, one out, runner at first base. Pitcher's looking for a ground ball to get out of this inning. How about the double plays? Are you guys good at turning those? Uh, we have Throw over. I think they got him. Oh, no, it's safe. We haven't. I think we've turned one this year. It's not been part of our game per se, I guess. But we can always hope it starts now, huh? It's the pitcher's best friend. He keeps throwing over there. Now, Mike, you were a pretty fair pitcher yourself. Yeah. Uh, how much did you pay attention to the – did you ever let the runner distract you where you weren't focusing on the hitter like you should be? No. Uh-uh. Here comes the pitch. Ground ball the shortstop, and there's your double play right here and right there. Number one. Oh, they missed it. Oh, almost a tailor-made double play. But uh, that's hustle. You know what I mean? Yeah. You 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 you, you hit, the hit the ball and you hustle down. The and that's something you can't teach is hustle. There there's no coach in the world that can teach hustle. You either have it or you don't. That is but correct. It doesn't take any talent to do it. No, it doesn't. No balls and no strikes on the batter. And this is Weber. I think he's the pitcher. He's another left-handed hitter. Well, they got a lot of lefties in there. Lefty pitching for Wilton. Left-handed batters everywhere for Mid Prairie. Well, uh, when you're pitching and you got guys on base, that's a great time to help yourself out, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You want to keep them close, but you don't want them to take up your focus on the batter. Well, the runner's looking. All inside. Well, they have been successful stealing a couple of bases, so I think he's uh, yeah. uh, keeping a little closer eye uh, to the runner, not letting them get those good leads. Up here. Right, right, right. Probably now being good they time could to get throw over. out of this inning. I can't tell that. It looks like, I guess it's a ball. Three balls on a strike. Sure have a beautiful, unobstructed view of the ballpark. I'm liking that. Here comes the pitch upstairs. And he walks it. Weber draws the walk. Wow. We went from almost uh, out of this inning with very little damage to... Uh, potential to have a real problem, don't we? Yeah, I still got a couple couple outs. So. Is this is this uh, Wilton has had this problem without being able to do, to get that last out, and finish off innings? Yeah, letting other teams getting runs in. Yeah, on them and they can some, just... some unearned runs at bad times. It's kind of the story of every ball team that's struggling. Well, this is Joe Hall. He's the catcher. He's been doing a great job for the Wilton or for the uh, Mid Prairie Golden Hawks. There's two outs and two on, runner at first and second. No wind at all. In a fly ball foul, the right fielder gives chase, but it lands beyond the fence and up onto the hill. I mean, the two things that amaze me is how much parking they've had and how many cars are in there, and it's still hard to squeeze in. You know, there's a huge crowd here, and there's always. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss on a high fastball. I don't know what he was looking for there. 
was a pretty tough pitch to barrel up on that close yes, to your hands. No balls and two strikes. If he bears down, he might get him. He may expand the strike zone a little bit to try and see if he'll chase, as he did on the last pitch. There's the pitch. It's a fly ball. Foul. Yeah, first baseman play. gives chase, but it's out of play. He's been a little late on that one. Good place to get a souvenir baseball over there just beyond the first baseline. Here's the pitch. Brown ball to the shortstop. He picks it up. He fires across. Too late. Safe. Oh, they got the runner hung up at third base. A great play. He's out. Great job by the Wilton Beavers. You keep your head in the game. Yeah, uh, that was a great job running him down. Oh, and that and uh, the player seems to be a little bit hurt down there. He might Every be. Tag down a third to end the. Well, that was a clear first. hand trucking first inning. We'll be right back with the second. Well, there yet. McDonald's Boneyard of Kyoto, Iowa, brings you the second inning. Here comes the first pitch. Balled in the dirt. So who do we got up here? Cason uh, Reed. Cason Reed. He's the right fielder. He's a junior. He's gonna got the junior and the senior on deck. Here's the pitch. Ball. So well, uh, Wilton got off to a fast start. Got the runner on. Uh, they did a good job limiting the damage in the bottom of the first. Oh, foul ball, straight back. I think he. Uh, uh, slow his bat down because he, he was looking fastball <laughs> and seeing a curveball or changeup or something. Here comes a pitch. Ball upstairs. The Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa presents all high school baseball on Round Guy Radio. Here comes a pitch. Strike on the inside corner. Boy, that was a good pitch. That's yeah. a hard place to that's get the a, bat on the ball, ain't it? Yeah, that's a tough, difficult pitch to hit. I like stuff I can extend my hands out on. Here's the pitch. Oh, he got that inside pitch, uh, but he got underneath it and sent it high, sky high. Shortstop backs up and gets it. Well, that's what you'd call a home run in an elevator shaft right there. <laughs> yeah. Reed with the fly out to ground for the first out of the inning. Well, this is number 10, Aiden Walker. Aiden Walker. Aiden Walker. Aiden Walker. He's a senior. He's the lone senior on the team. Swing and a miss. Not a very good uh, stance on that. Kind of moving his feet around, throwing his hips out. Here comes the pitch. Strike on the inside corner. Boy, I'll tell you what, this kid's going to be effective. If he, he locates that, that inside fastball, yeah. Yeah. I don't know they need to back up a little bit or... Oh, high and inside. No, I, I find it. I, usually, when a kid comes in high like that, he's trying to throw the ball too hard, isn't he? Well, batter is steps off or. Here comes the a, pitch. On a. Oh, oh what a curveball! Yeah. Man, did you see that ball move? Yeah. I don't know if it was a slider or a curveball. What, what did you see? It looked like a curveball well, to me. Well, there's there's a lot of late movement to it, and I mean a bunch. That was a. That thing yeah, broke a foot. I don't blame the kid for missing that one, but that's two outs. And uh, this young, uh, is it Weber? He's having a pretty good start to this game. There's a pitch, a swing and a miss on number 22. Uh, junior Chaz Allison. Junior Chaz Allison is at the plate. He's the third baseman. And uh, here comes the pitch. Ball outside. 
you'd like to get a few guys uh, uh, on, if nothing else, to just to move the, the batting order along. Right, bit, flip it know? over, yeah. Try Maybe. to get back to the top of the lineup. Here. That would be nice. Here comes the pitch. Strike! Gosh, yeah. that pitch is good. Another curveball. It's got such good late movement. It's a sharp curveball. It breaks late, and it breaks sharp. Here comes the pitch. Ball upstairs. Well, he's kind of around the place. He's got two balls, two strikes, two outs. Here at a gorgeous night for baseball in Wellman, Iowa. Here comes the pitch. Ball inside, and it's a full boat. Oof. Well, if he could uh, uh, work a walk here, uh, that would start piling up a few more pitches because he hasn't hardly got any in this game. No, he hasn't. Here comes the pitch. Ball four. A little two-out walk. If nothing else comes of that, but this guy sees four or five more pitches. Uh, Allison draws a walk. You know, keep him from having an under-10-pitch inning. Right. Make him work a little bit. Make him get at least a 15 pitches. Right. No balls, no strikes, two outs, and the batter is uh, Drew Keith. Drew Keith, pitcher. He's the pitcher tonight. And he worked himself pretty hard the first inning, but he got out of it with only one run. He I can think, really help himself out. There's a swing and a foul ball. Anytime you can hold Mid-Prairie to one run, I think that's a win. <laughs> that's good. They aren't rated number one for nothing. That's right. Have you seen a better team than them this I year? have not. I have not. But you got Williamsburg this weekend. We do. Here comes the pitch. All upstairs. Has there been a team you guys have been able to dominate this year? Oh, we beat Midland a couple games oh, a week or so ago. Here comes the pitch. Boy, that's a good pitch. Right down the middle. Well, Drew, is, is he a sophomore? For yep, his... he's a sophomore. He's our quarterback for the football team. Oh, really? Here comes the pitch. Gosh, that ball. I don't know if that wasn't a strike. It isn't moving towards the strike zone. It's really hard to judge a ball that looks like it's going outside. And <laughs> just at the very last second, it just darts back across the plate like that. Yeah. He swings the throws over. But it's three and two, and he did exactly what I wanted him to do, which was get five, six pitches in on him, and he did. And I think that's going to – here's the pitch. Ball four and two back-to-back walks with two outs and gave the Wilton Beavers some life. They got a runner in scoring position for the first time tonight. That's just true. Landon Putman. Uh, Landon uh, Putman. Now, if this doesn't do anything more than just bring the ninth hitter to the plate, this is a win for the Wilton Beavers. Right. Because had he had he not got that, he'd been facing the eight nine hitters before the top of the order comes up. Yeah, number thirty, Oliver Grunder, freshman's coming in to run for Drew Keith. Okay. Little courtesy run for the pitcher. Is he a fast kid? He's pretty pretty speedy. Here comes a pitch. Ball upstairs, and all of a sudden, this kid who is so masterful inside the strike zone is is struggling to stay in there, isn't he? Yeah, good time to be patient. Here comes the pitch, and another ball, and it gets away, and he's going to have runners at second and third. And the Wilton Beavers are 90 feet away from tying this game up. And here comes the coach. Well, we'll be right back after they get done talking. I just want to thank... Uh, McDonald's Boneyard there in Kyoto, Iowa, for their support of high school baseball. Well, the coach has talked it over. Here comes the pitch. All upstairs. 3-0. 3-0. and 
Of all the things he would have told him to say, I would have think throw strikes would have been the first one. <clears throat> Here comes the pitch. That's right down the pipe. Now, what about 3-0? and What did you do when you were a hitter and you got the 3-0? and Red light all day, all Me the too. Way. I swing for my heels every single time. Here comes the pitch. That's another strike right in there. I don't know he's looking for a strike, but yeah. I mean, I was, I didn't see a lot of pitches, and I knew I was going to get one there. Here's the pitch. Foul ball, three and two, and we're doing it again. And this inning, the pitches are piling up. Yes, they summer. are. Yes, they are. And the top of the order is on deck. A base hit here, bring in two runs. Here comes the pitch. Swing and a drive out the left field. The left fielder camps underneath it. He comes in, he gets it. Well, he squeezed that, but I still think the uh, I think that was a good inning for Wilton. Yeah, not they too got bad. back to the top of the order and they they'll you know, be in a lot better position to score a run. And uh, that young man got the bat; he barreled the ball pretty well. Yeah, so, he did. He did just right to him, unfortunately. All right. Well, we still got a ball game. But we will. We want to thank uh, McDonald's Boneyard for the for the uh, top of the second inning. Well, it didn't take him long to get loosened up, did it? No, they got him on a pretty strict. Pitch count. Well, the center fielder, Colin Miller, is at the plate. Yeah, he told me, he said there there's a lot of games this week, and he's got two more designated to pitch this game, too. Ball upstairs. Well, this young man looks like a solid hitter to me. Just, you know, I just kind of. He's got that ball player build, doesn't he? Yeah, and he's got his hands up high, and I like that. A lot of guys get their hands in close, and they get tied up when they swing. Yeah. I like to just keep my hands up as high as I can because the trick is to swing down at the ball well, and get that backspin going. You know, all, all these different batting stances, none of that matters as long as you get your hands where they need to be when the ball is being delivered. Ball upstairs, a nice curveball. It had a lot of late break, but not quite enough to get back in the strike zone. It's two balls and a strike, one out. Here's a critical pitch, I think. Here's the pitch. Ball upstairs. See, it would have been a lot better to throw the strike than, yeah. um, than the ball. Yeah. Three balls and one strike. Here comes the pitch. And ball four, and he just put the first guy on base. Wise man once said, walks will kill you. Miller draws the I'd rather see a solo homer than a walk. Third yeah, base is number 13, Landry Gingrich. Walks are a killer. Well, Gingrich... Is at the plate, Landry Gingrich. He's the third baseman. And Captain Picard, Cameron Pickard, is on deck. DJ tries to lay down a bunt. Gets away. I have not seen a bunch of really well-executed bunts. I've seen a few Dalton Dodds laying down a couple for Kyoto. But generally, I'm seeing a lot of this popping up and then double plays. You know, our, our team, for the most part, has laid down a lot of good bunts this year. I was pretty surprised that Garvin... Pop that one up to the pitcher in the first inning. Well, there's that runner. He's taking a little bit of a lead. They throw over. Drew Keith is on the mound for the Wilton Beavers. He squares the butt. And he gets one down. He gets a nice one down here. And that's going to work. Moves the runner. It does move the runner, but it also helps the pitcher a little bit. Yeah. As as, uh, as as long as he gets that out, that's trade what he's looking for. Trade a base for an out. <laughs> but Captain Picard comes in here off the Star Trek Enterprise. 
with a good opportunity to drive in a run. He's the number nine hitter and the fourth hitter. And Kane Brown, who is extremely dangerous, is on deck. Another left-handed hitter. How many left-handed hitters they got up there? They got a few. Strike on the outside. I called Albernet Pirates. They had five left-handers in their wow. line. Three in back-to-back. West Liberty's got a lot of left-handed hitters, too. Here comes the pitch. Drive! Foul ball straight back. Now, usually when you hit the ball straight back like that, you've got the, the pitch timed very well. Yeah, you're on it. You're just missing it. If you're the pitcher, you need to recognize that and change the speed a little bit because uh, uh, if you keep throwing it there, he's going to kill you. Yeah, 0-2 count. I can't expect anything close. Well, a ground ball to second baseman will be a pretty productive out here. Ball upstairs. One ball and two strikes. He might have been just trying to see what he would do, chase the ball or something. Yeah. Nothing but, too uh, good on 0-2. Uh, he got got ahead of this guy, and that's what you that's where you want to be as the pitcher. You want to be ahead in the strike count. Here's the pitch, swing and a ground ball to the second base or the shortstop. He picks it, but he doesn't throw. And another infield hit for Mid Prairie. Yeah, that would have been. Bigger the infield single. You would have thought that would have been a, a, an easy out, but it just kind of slowed the ball, kind of slowed down on the way the shortstop. You got to charge balls like that. You can't sit back and wait. Yeah, on you them. can't wait on them. You definitely got to. Come out and get them. That's where you. Well, there's and a runner at first and in. third, and Kane Brown, who is, uh, I think, the, the one of the most dynamic hitters here in high school baseball in Southeast Iowa. There's the pitch upstairs. The runner's down on the first pitch, and I think that's the right thing to do. And now the double plays out of the way, but it does open up a, a, an opportunity to put Kane Brown on. Yeah, but you can't do that because of the guy on on deck. Here's the pitch. The guy on yeah, our deck will hurt you just as bad. He, he drove the ball pretty deep to center field the last time. One ball, one strike, one out. Runners at second and third. As Mid Prairie's looking to stretch their lead from one to nothing here, they got in the bottom of the second inning. Ground ball up the middle. The second baseman gloves it, but he's got nowhere to go with it. And a couple just ground balls. And there's an RBI for Brown. Weak ground balls. That brings up shortstop, number seven. Ground balls he didn't think would give him all that much trouble, but I don't know if they're just getting good, not getting good reads on it or or getting to the ball quick enough. But uh, one run comes in as Kane Brown gets an RBI, and he gets an RBI every time I see him play. (laughs) And here's Grout, another left-handed hitter. And he drives it. Foul. Foul just down the line. Boy, that was uh, – he got out ahead of that one, and he barreled it pretty well. Yeah, he turned on that one pretty good. He he liked what he saw. His eyes got dinner plate size when the ball came in there. Well, he's got – it's nothing but a loud strike, though. No balls in a strike. One out, runner at first base, runner at third base. Let's see if that guy doesn't steal down the second here. Here comes the pitch. There he goes. Ball's in the dirt. The runner's coming home. There's a play. Oh, so close. They almost got him there. The catcher did a great job of bouncing and pouncing on the ball. Yeah. But they didn't pay attention to the runner, and he's all the way over to third. No. Oh, my goodness. That I th- was. I think if he would have charged the plate around as soon as the ball missed, I think he put it. No, I think he had to hesitate a little bit and wait for him to catch up to get there. Uh, just not the best fundamentals. 
for the Wilton Beavers in this inning, and it's cost them two runs. Yeah, it shows. And he's got another run over there at third base. It shows their youth. They're a young, young team. It's a great. Well, let's see if they can't bear down and, and, and get it out, even if it's a fly ball or something here. Ball's in the dirt, and he, he picks it up again. Two balls and a strike. Uh, he might be a little tentative about getting back into the strike zone after the way he, <laughs> he crushed the ball. When the, Yanked that first pitch. Yeah. Well, you're going to have to go there eventually. Well, here comes the pitch. Strike, I guess. Oh, my. We'll take it. You mentioned oh, my. Last week, I called the uh, Liberty or the uh, Lone Tree Lions, the Iowa Valley Tigers, and the West Branch Bears. Hmm. Here's the pitch. So it was leading. Oh, dead ball because it hit him. And he needs to stop putting runners on base because it's going to not work out well for him. Grab hit by the pitch. Brings up right fielder, number one. When it was uh, literally Lions, Tigers, and Bears, oh my, week. Coaches. And the coach is out there, and I think. Coach Poor's going to come out and talk to him and settle him down. Figure this out. I don't know if he's going to change pitchers. No, not yet. Because literally. They could get out of this inning without too much more damage. They could just get somebody out, you know. If you watch batting practice, right, you watch guys go out there and the coach is just lobbing the ball in, and they still get themselves out 70% of the time. <laughs> you know, I mean. Yeah. Uh, you got defense behind you, but a couple – just not good reads on, on ground balls have kind of caused problems to pile up here. This kid here, he can hit too. Well, who don't they have that can hit? This is Dylan, and he's a cleanup hitter. Yeah, he's a, he's got a good bat. Or No, this is Alex Bean. Alex Bean, he's the number three hitter. Grout goes back, but he's going to take second base as soon as he throws it. Yeah. You can see it in his eyes. There he go. Oh, he didn't go. Yeah, he did go. Delayed steal. That's. There was a baseball player named Bobby Mercer, and he was the greatest delayed steal guy I've ever seen in my life. You don't see that very often anymore. No, but it was something in the 70s and early 80s. They did a lot. Here's the pitch. Strike right on in there. Oh, he called that a ball, I think, didn't he? Maybe. Yeah, I guess he did. Oof. Oh, well. I'm just happy we have umpires, to be honest with you. Here comes the pitch. It's a drive. The third baseman doesn't get it. And it gets in through. And one run is in. And it's just like that. It's four to nothing with one out and a runner at first base. Bean with the RBI single left. Alex Bean with Brings an RBI. designated hitter, number 15, Dylan Henry. Well, we're looking for the clear hand trucking drive of the game as uh, – McDonald's Boneyard presents you this bottom of the second inning here. They're having Kyoto days. I think it's this weekend. Here's the pitch. 150 years of Kyoto. They're going to have another one in 150 years. But I'm going to this one. <laughs> don't think you'll make it for the next one? I don't think uh, I want to be around for the next one. 
Here's the pitch. Runner goes. Ball's outside. One ball, one strike, one out. Runners at second and third after this pitch. And we have Dylan Henry, the cleanup hitter up, and uh, the infield is pulled in. I think this is a spot where I'd load the bases and set up the double play. Here's the pitch. They had a, a, a great opportunity to, at a double play earlier in this inning. Yeah. Well, Dylan Henry's up with runners with ducks on the pond, and he's about to try and deliver something. He just hits a foul ball just right there by the plate. Bounced up, hit him in the box. One ball and two strikes. One out, four to nothing. As Mid-Prairie, in their number one ranking, is trying to blow this game wide open right here with a base hit. Here comes the pitch. Strike! A swing and a miss, and he got a strikeout. It might be his first strikeout of the game. That was a big out there. That was a huge out. And another left-handed hitter. I think they got five left-handed hitters, don't they? Yeah, they got at least five, I think. Brady Weber is at the plate. He's the pitcher, and he could get himself a couple RBIs here. The straight pop up. up, straight up. The catcher comes underneath it. The third baseman's in. The pitcher's oh. in. But... Uh, Third baseman's got to come drops. get that ball. Yeah, the pitcher or somebody, anybody but the catcher. It's always the hardest for the catcher to, to, to make the read and catch the ball. But again, just a little poor execution for the Wilton Beavers keeps this inning going. One ball and no strikes, two outs. The game kind of hinges on this batter, to be honest with you. Here comes the pitch. It's a fly ball to left field. The left fielder's coming in. And he squeezes it. Owen Hassel out there. Wheels paid off, huh? Well, we got some good, finally got a good defense, and at least two runners on base. Yes, and and uh, uh, a 4 to nothing game's a heck of a lot different than a 6 to nothing game. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Well, that was the McDonald Boneyard second. Well, the Wilton Beavers are leading off with Owen Hassel, the number one hitter, and I think they might have a good opportunity to score some runs this inning. Weber comes in. He's left-handed. Here's the pitch. Ball outstairs. Owen got a base hit starting. This inning is brought to you by R&B Breaks Facebook page out of Dubuque, Iowa. Here's the pitch. It's a fly ball to left field. And the left fielder camps underneath and gets it. But he barreled that very well and delivered it deep to left field. But that's one that's out for the... the uh, that's Seven one out for the Wilton Beavers. Ben, well, uh, Wilton was looking for to get something going here. He saw a good pitch he liked, and he drove it. Who's this at bat here? Ben Garvin. Ben Garvin. Strike on the outside corner. Oh, my. Well, R&B breaks, they, uh, if you like baseball cards, football cards, basketball cards, college sports, they, uh, they get huge, expensive boxes of, of cards and you pay a little bit to get in on it, get a team or something. They pulled the back-to-back weeks. They pulled two $2,000 cards. They got a uh, Julio Rodriguez and a Drew Jones. There's a swing and a drive, and it's deep in the right field. The right fielder coming in, and he squeezes it. Well, they are are, are hitting the ball well, but it's going to people. Garvin with the hitting it right out of right. 
Brings up catcher number 19, Cade Serrata. Oh, Cade Serrata is up. He's done a pretty good job back there behind the plate tonight. He did catch one guy trying to come home and nap him. Here's the pitch, all outside. He hasn't done a lot of walking anybody, has he? No, he hasn't. Only a couple lost inning there at the end. Here's the pitch. Yeah, he did a couple. And there's this ground ball, soft ground ball, second baseman. And that is all she wrote for the R&B breaks top of the he second inning. That was a two-minute inning. Well, here are the R&B Breaks Facebook page. Check out their Facebook page. This is the bottom of the second inning. And uh, if it goes as fast as the, the, or the third inning, if it goes as fast as the top half did, we'll be over with this inning in a couple minutes here. Here's the pitch. Ball upstairs. And the batter is number four. Let's see who that is. Uh, Joe Hall. Here comes the pitch. Ball inside. New London Tigers won the state championship last year out of Southeast Iowa. Here comes the pitch. Swing and a miss, but they're struggling this year, the Tigers are. Early. I couldn't remember who won it last year. 2A or 1A? 1A. Mid Prairie was almost the state champs. Swing and a miss. They got the semis. They got further than about anybody did. Strike three. Strike three. And. Well, that's good to get the first out. Did he get a strike out? The last time, too? Center fielder, number 10, Colin Miller. I don't remember. <laughs> he might have. We're a little loose with the statistics. <laughs> Here's a swing. Or a pitch upstairs. No, no balls and a strike. And uh, we have Colin Miller. He's the center fielder. He's done a good job. He's chased down some balls out there tonight. Line drive. The second baseman gets it on one hop and drops the ball. That was hit hard enough they could have got somebody out. Yeah, uh, he had him. He just bobbled it. Too Miller much popcorn in the dugout there. There's a little butter on his He's usually pretty sure-handed at second. Now, how does a pitcher keep from getting down? Keep from getting a poor mental outlook when you know when they boot balls behind him. Something I tell everybody that'll listen: the best tool a ball player can have is a short memory. Yeah, you just have to flush it. Here comes the pitch. You just have to work on the batter you got, and the ball gets by. You can't let run things... it down at second base. And I do see a little body language and posturing from him that he's getting down a little. Yeah, bit. a little bit. Yeah, you know it's hard to do, but you just if you can't get that guy out, just get the next guy out. You're always one pitch away. Now, that was a good pitch. Yeah. Boy, outie. Outside corner. He snapped off and delivered that one low at the at the knees and right on the corner and painted the black on that one. The ground ball, the first baseman moves over, the second baseman moves over, and nobody comes over to cover. And they got him. Oh, my God, the last second they nipped him. Wow, there's a little confusion there. The first baseman went for it. The pitcher didn't come over, which he should have. Yeah. And the first baseman took it on himself to foot race the guy there. But there's an out. The runner at third base, albeit a productive out, it moved the runner from second to third. But uh, the Wilton Beavers have a chance to get out of this inning with no runs as uh, Landry Gingrich is at the plate. Off his foot. Fouled it off his foot for strike one. 
No balls and the strikes, two outs. This is the batter. This is a very key batter. The Wilt Beavers get this guy out, and they're right back in this game. The number four hitter will start up the next inning. Here comes the pitch. Oh, strike on the outside corner. No balls and two strikes. He's working those edges, isn't he? He is, moving the ball back and forth. That's what you want to see out of a pitcher. Here's the pitch. It's a pop fly. The right fielder is coming underneath. The second baseman's also charging it. And the right fielder makes a diving play, and he holds on to the ball, and that's it for the inning. Wow, we got a six-minute inning. How about that, Mike Castle? How about that? Well, that was a nice play. Uh, uh, some won. good defense. Bells out some earlier bad defense. Yeah, and nobody comes in. And the uh, Wilton Beavers have held the uh, have held the uh, Mid Prairie Golden Hawks uh, ranked number one in the state to four runs in three innings. I think they're doing a pretty good job there. That's a win every day. Well, B&B Propane brings you the fourth inning here. As the Wilton Beavers cleanup hitter is up. Carter Hall. Carter Hall. He's trying to get something going off this left-hander. He swings and misses. Wow, there was a little breeze in the ballpark after that swing. There was. He's a big kid. I'm kind of liking him. Here comes the pitch. Swing and a drive, and it could be a gap shot. That is in the It's going it to go. It lands over the second baseman's head. The center fielder and the right fielder are all in there. But a little C&I uh, uh, Texas leaker there lands, and uh, Wilton Beavers have something cooking. Now, just even scratching in one run here would be a big deal, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Huge deal. Well, uh, let's see who's up here. Cason Reed. Cason Reed, the right fielder. Whiffed on the bunt attempt. He's trying to get a bunt down, but he didn't get it down that time. No balls in a strike. Left-hander on the mound. He's doing a great job out there. Here's the pitch. And the bunt is fouled, and it's no balls and two strikes. And I think they'll take the bunt off with no balls and two strikes. The runner at first base doesn't look like he's fast, so uh, this is a pretty good opportunity for a double play right here. Here comes the pitch. Swing and a foul ball. Well, that was that late breaking curveball. Yes, it was. And that was a he late. He's lucky break. to get. He's just lucky to protect the plate. That too, was right? a late breaking protect the plate swing as well. And that was a good. Uh, well, the runners at first. Here's the pitch. Swing and a pop up, and it's up our way. And it goes over the. I think it went over the the press box here. Yeah. Nobody out. Runner at first base. The Wilton Beavers trying to scratch and claw their way back into this game. Here comes the pitch. Just outside. Just outside. It's just a gorgeous view. They must really water this field because it's green, isn't it? Yeah, it's a lot greener than my yard. I know that. Here's the pitch. I don't know what's going on. One little town gets two inches of rain. The other town next week gets nothing. It's crazy. I drove between Richland and Packwood the other day, and it poured on me in between, but neither town got a drop. Ball upstairs. Three balls and two strikes. Now, he did a good job of getting from 0-2 back to 3-2. Yes, he did. No, maybe they'll send this runner. Nope. And it's a drive down the left field line. Foul. Oh, he got out in front of that one. No, do you think the pitcher's getting tired a little bit? I'm not seeing the, the sharpness out of in this inning. Oh, uh, it's 
I suppose it's possible. Here comes the pitch. And he stabs it out there, fouls it off. He's doing a great job yeah, up he's there. He's battling, that's for sure. That's what we want to see out of these kids right here. Was this Carson Reed? Cason Reed. Cason Reed. Seems like I remember his name from the football. Basketball. Season. Basketball. Yeah, he's a good basketball player. Here comes the pitch. Ball four. Ball four. And the Wilton Beavers have something cooking here. As the senior and D.A. Aiden Walker comes up. Number 10, Aiden Walker. Well, see what we can do with two on and no out. senior leadership right here. Here comes the pitch. Swing and a drive, and it's deep. The left, the center fielder goes back under, and he camps there and camps at the second baseman, tags up, but uh, he doesn't go as the relay comes in so quickly. Walker flies out to the center fielder. Miller. But were you happy with that for him putting the bat on the ball like that? Yeah, you, you can never be unhappy with somebody putting the ball in play, that's for sure. I thought he got a pretty good jump on it. I thought the ball might carry a little bit further than it did. I think the, he got it out on the end of the bat. But the, the, this mid prairie team gets such a good read on everything. There's a drive to center field. It can stop. It's it coming in. It it's drops. It's drop. It drops. But they might, and they do get him at third base as he was crapped in between, not knowing whether they were going to. He started to go back to second, but the ball landed short. I think he fooled him there. Deked him out in center field. What a great play by the outfield here in Midbury. What do you think of their outfield? It's just stellar, isn't it? I mean, yeah, you can't. how can you complain? They've gotten everything that's been hit their way. Well, who do we got up here? This is Jason. Drew Keith. Drew Keith. And they're still, with two runners on, they still got a shot, a base hit. Swing and a miss. All the Wilton Beavers for the last couple of innings seem to be putting the bat on the ball. Yeah. It's not a, it's. It's, it's just hitting right to the Well, you know, it's getting a second look at the guy. Here's the pitch. Strike. Outside corner. One ball and two strikes, two outs. This young man has a little late movement. That is I think you're going to see it right here, too. You were looking for a curveball, I'm thinking. There it is. And there it was. <laughs> Whoa. That thing broke a foot. <laughs> two balls, two strikes, and two outs. You were right on that, though, Mike. Uh, he definitely threw that, that curveball, tried to just cross the plate. There comes a the pitch. Ball right. inside, and it's a full count, and the runners will get a head start here. I always think that's a big advantage. The the runner uh, yeah. has a much higher chance to score from first. He gets a head start, and there he goes. And staying in there, fouling it off. The Wilton Beavers have done a great job with their their approach this inning. Their their hitting approach. Uh, they're they're getting a second look at this pitcher. Here comes the pitch. They're running, and they walk him, and the bases are loaded. For Landon Putman. Landon Putman. And he's a number he's nine hitter. And again, at least who done nothing Landon more but fouled up the pitches. Yep. And uh, uh, that pitch count up. got the leadoff uh, hitter on deck here. But I'd like to see us get someone, even if it's just a pass ball that scores a run. Something. Ball outside. He did a great job of stopping that from getting back to the backstop, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He lunged out at it pretty good. He's a great little catcher, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's, he's a good, good reactions. Got a great arm, too. Here comes the pitch. Ball outside. Two balls and a strike. And all of a sudden, he is struggling to get back into the strike zone. He's not going to be effective with that curveball. 
unless he can get back in the fa- in the strike zone with a fastball. And Ball he three. Do it there again. And I think he was trying to throw that curveball right there, but it didn't break. Yeah. Three well, balls and no strikes and a walk. Here's a swing like hell moment. But he does it, and he gets an RBI. Four and the balls. Wilton Beavers have something cooking here as they are scratching their way into this, and Owen Hassel is at the plate. That brings up field number seven, Owen Hassel. Owen Hassel. He's got a big opportunity, RBI opportunity. Boy, you got your three best hitters up with the bases yeah. loaded, even yeah. though there is two outs. This yeah. is exactly what you want. And the scenario for you getting back into this game is right here and right, right now. Right here, right now. One ball, no strikes. Two balls and no strikes. And he hasn't, that's six. Six in a row. And then he walked the guy in front of him, so that was at least seven in a row then. We'll see if the coach don't come out of the dugout here. Ball outside. Oh, strike on the corner. That might have been a strike. Coach is up there on one step on the dugout there. Strike two. Two balls and two strikes and two outs. Bases loaded. One run across for the Wilton Beavers. They are looking for something more, though. Here comes a pitch. And it's a drive to right field. It's back. The right field and the center field are closing in on it, and they squeeze it. And they leave the bases loaded, but another good uh, uh, barrel on the bat as he drove it deep. Right right field. I thought maybe I was going to gap in between the two of them, but they do get a run here. And that is the end of the three and a half complete here at top of the field. It's the top of the fourth inning. Fourth inning brought to you. Well, the B&B propane, the bottom of the fourth inning here. Brown. As Kane Brown, as Brown usually delivers, I just—I'm telling you, I've seen this guy barrel a ball. And this just, kid's good. He's some kind of wonderful. Here comes the pitch, and it's a ground ball. The first baseman, he has it. He steps on first, and there's one out. One pitch, one out. That's exactly what the Wilton Beavers are looking for as they face the top of the order. Here. That's what you look for. That's a dangerous man. That's the first time they, they haven't got him on. Yep. Well, Carson Grout comes up. He's uh, you gotta like those stats. One pitch, one out. Play for the University of Iowa. Ball outside. It just doesn't get easier with this team, does it? No, it it does not. Every batter is dangerous. Here comes the pitch. Fly ball. Straight out of the play. You know, Wilton Beavers probably should be six, eight runs behind. In, oh, for Just sure. because of how, how the level of, of Mid-Prairie. For but sure. you're hanging in there. But at the same time, we ought to have three or four runs as well. Well, here comes the pitch. Swing and a miss, boy, did he have, That was a good pitch, wasn't it? He thought he was, uh, I don't know what it was. He was either out ahead of it or something. He took a hell of a swing at it. Here comes a pitch. Oh. Foul ball to Yurt. Uh, like that, but strike three. One ball, two strikes, one out. Four to one, mid prairie. But he's staying ahead of this guy. If he could hang in there and get this guy out, that'd be a big out. He'd be in, in good shape. Here comes a pitch. Ball. Trying to see if he'll chase something a little yep. bit. Yeah. 
I'd like to see him throw that good curveball that he's got right here now. Two balls and two strikes. Here comes the pitch. Ball inside. It's three and two. It was zero uh, and two, I think, at one point. But it's three and two now. And this inning's going to go one way or another. This is going to depend on this pitch. This is where you got to throw your best pitch right here. Here comes the pitch. Upstairs, ball four, and what started out to be a really, really good inning really has me, I'm having a sinking feeling about it. Yeah. Alex Bean comes up. This kid's been hitting the ball well. Another great athlete. Another good pitcher, another good ball player. Oh. Here comes the pitch. He's, he's ready. Here he is. He delivers. Ball in the dirt. Runner down to second. <laughs> One pitch and the runner. That walk just turned into a double. Yes, it did. Did you know that Mid Prairie has an indoor practice facility that they built? Yeah, we've got one too at Wilton. Yeah. I mean, they can take infield. It's not enough for the outfield. Right. We when it's too. raining and stuff, you can yep. get some at-bats in. Here's the pitch. Or, you know, the weather's over bad the, and you can't over. practice a football team. You can go in there and work on on your plays yep. and line up some yeah, Wilton's you guys got, have one too. Huh? Wilton's got an indoor facility we use during the winter for off-season stuff. Here comes the pitch. It's those little things, though. Yeah, you know. Yeah, oh, yeah. Kind of when everything else is so close. Twenty, thirty years ago, you never heard of anything like that. You never heard of anything like this. But Wilton's a great town. It just has so much going for it. Here comes the pitch. You know, they were the first town uh, around to have reverse osmosis water. Is that right? And uh, it's paid for now. Hmm. Last year, they, the, they, they paid the last bit on it, and now they've got a, a, a completely paid for reverse osmosis water system. Here comes the pitch. Ball four. And I think it's time, and here comes the coach. I, I yep. wouldn't. Uh, He's done. I don't know how many pitches he was going to throw, but we already had a plan for someone else. Well, we'll be back as soon as we make this pitching change. Oh, who's this new now, pitcher, Mike? This is uh, Briar. freshman Briar Putman. Briar Putman. Actually, he's an eighth grader. He's, he's an eighth grader. Yeah. Well, he's throwing pretty hard out there. He looked yeah. really pretty he, sharp there. He, he well, he's going to face the cleanup hitter, Henry, with runners at first and second and one out. No pressure, huh? Here in the B&B &B propane, uh, we've got the fourth inning. Here comes the pitch. Swing and a miss. Wayland State Bank will be next. Oh, I'll write that down so we don't forget. Was there any good hunting and fishing opportunities over there in Wilton? No, there's a couple of public hunting areas, public fishing. One ball, one strike, one out. Ground ball. Short. Shortstop gets it. He fires over to first. Got him. They got an out. They got an out. I thought maybe they'd get two, but they, I don't know. That I don't know if he broke early or something, but it didn't seem like the play was there at second. Yeah. But I'm happy with just getting one out, aren't yeah. you? Oh, you're definitely happy with getting one rather than none. And nobody scored. Runners at second and third now, two outs. And another left-hander comes up to the plate as there's a plethora of left-handers here. And I believe it's Brady Weber, the, the pitcher. pitcher. 
Here comes the pitch. Boy, does he have a good opportunity to help himself win this game. Yes, he? he does. He's already doing quite the job on the mound. You were a good hitter and a good pitcher. Many, many years. <laughs> Here comes the pitch. All upstairs. You're your dad's pride and joy. Here comes the pitch. Probably not every day. Probably not. But when you're on the ball diamond, he's pretty <laughs> happy with you. Three balls, a strike, two outs. Your dad was a baseball legend in Fairfield. He was something. Here comes the pitch. Him and Mike Castle coached over there for about 60 years, I think. Mike Lyons. Or Mike Lyons. Yep. I mean. yep. Big Mike. Big Mike and little Woody. He just looked little compared to him. He's regular size. Mike was extra big. Well, there's a walk, and that loads the bases up, but it Water doesn't bring him a force out on any plate. Brings out catcher number four, Joe Hall. Yeah. Well, Joe Hall's coming up. He's the catcher, and he's been doing a great job behind the plate for certain tonight. Yeah. Swinging the bat well. He kept well. the. Uh, he's blocked some balls that would have scored some runs. Yeah. For sure. Here comes the pitch. Swing and a fly, oh, fly ball. ball pops up the pitcher, the first baseman, the catcher. Everybody's there. But the first baseman calls everybody off. He squeezes it. And that is the best defense oh, inning of the night. Yeah. The Wilton Beavers, uh, as this uh, young Putman kid comes in in a dangerous situation, and he gets right through it. Uh, so it stays 4-1 as the Wilton Beavers are going to try and scratch something in here in the top of the fifth. I want to thank B&B Propane for their sponsor of high school sports here on Round Guy Radio. Well, the Wayland State Brand brings you the fifth inning as they've got a new pitcher. What, what's this pitcher's name? Connor Wiles. Connor Wiles is in as uh, the Beavers send up number eight. Uh, ben uh, Garvin. And he's one of their better hitters. Well, here comes the pitch. Ball inside. One ball and one strike. Well, that was fast. Well, who's this guard? What's this Garvin kid like? He's a, <laughs> he's a sophomore. He's a good hitter. Heck of a hitter. Good pitcher as well. Here comes a pitch, and he drives it. It's a foul ball, though. It goes out of play. The guy underneath it, he sent it a mile high. One ball and two strikes. we got a new pitcher in. But he doesn't seem to be much easier than the first one. One ball and no strikes. What's the concessions like here at uh, Mid Prairie? Not too bad. They got a selection over there for sure. Here comes the pitch. Strike! Beautiful pitch. And that was a nasty down. curve. That was a ridiculous curveball. It was uh, wow, the strike, more uh, bats uh, they got uh, on the first pitcher, the better they <laughs> did, and then they changed the pitch. Kate Serrano's up. He's in that trio of good hitters. He's the number three hitter. One out. They're looking to get something going. There's something cooking here. Here comes the pitch. Then he, he pops it up. Third baseman gives chase. He's under it, and he squeezes it. And there's two quick outs. So if I was to go to Wilton and I was going to the concession stand, what would you recommend when I get over there? Anything that they serve because they serve a ton of food, and it's all delicious. Is it all good? Yes. I love the concession stands. I, I kind of love uh, Wilton has the best selection of anybody I've ever seen. 
Here comes the pitch. No balls and no strikes. Better. Who we got up here? That's Carter a, Hall. Carter Hall. He's a big feller. He's been on base. He got. Uh, he didn't know what to do with a, a fly ball to center field. He thought it was going to get caught. And he got hung up. Trying to get to third as the ball dropped. Two balls and no strikes, so he's way ahead of him. We got a, uh, that last time you got a run, that's all started with two outs, didn't it? Yep. Here comes the pitch. And it's a drive, and that's a hit. Nice drive between the shortstop and third baseman and what Tony Gwynn used to call the 5.5 hole. Hall <laughs> with the two-out single to the left. Brings up right field at number 23, Cason Reed. Well, here we go. Two-out rally again. When a ball in the dirt, it kicks back to the screen, and all of a sudden we got a runner at second base. Well, who is this hitter, 23, Cason uh, Reed? Cason Reed. Needs the basketball stud. Yeah, he's a hell of a basketball player. I bet that gym was full when that Kirkman played. It was. Every night. Here comes the pitch. Swing and a miss on a great change of speed for the pitcher right there. One ball, one strike, two outs, runner at second base. And a single here would cut this lead in half. Yes, it would. Here comes the pitch, and it's a drive down the second, third base. Third base, it comes in, picks it up as a ground ball. He fires it over, and that is all she wrote for the top of the fifth inning is Wayland State Bank of Wayland, Iowa, and all their subsidiaries uh, bring you high school baseball here on Brown Bear Radio. Well, Wayland State Bank brings you the bottom of the fifth inning. Is This game's moving along at a pretty good clip, isn't it? Not too bad. Uh, you don't need a high school. You don't need a clock, pitch clock in high school because the kids already know to throw the ball. You know. Here comes the delivery, and who's this kid pitching again? It's the Putman. Or, yeah, I think Putman is one of the Putman boys is pitching. Briar Putman is his name. No balls and a strike. Here's the pitch. And maybe I should say who's hitting. So I'm a little behind there. Joe Hall. The catcher, I believe, isn't he? He's the catcher. And that young man has done an outstanding job tonight. Swing and a miss. He brought the high cheddar there, didn't he? Yeah, he tried to get his bat up there in time, but he couldn't. One ball and two strikes. Eighth grader on the mound. Here it comes. Swing and a ground ball. The third baseman gets it. He feels it good. He fires over, and they got their first out. How about that? Now, that's the kind of defense you've been you've been looking for. That's what you want to get. That's what you want to see. Miller on the ground out brings out third baseman, number 13, Landry Gingrich. Landry Gingrich. Here comes the pitch. Oof. Whoa, that was close to the strike. But just, just missed the edge. He's throwing hard. He's definitely doing that. One ball, no strikes, one out. Here comes the pitch. And it's a ground ball up the middle. The shortstop can't get to it. And it rolls out to the second base or the center fielder. And we got, and the Big Prairie's got something cooking here. Bottom of the fifth end. Cam Picker. 
Cameron Pickard, or as I like to call him, Captain Picard. He's one unbelievable basketball player. I don't know if you ever see him play basketball. He was a huge leader for that team. Mid Prairie had a, a undefeated season in basketball two days ago. Yeah, I think I remember them being pretty good. Yeah, they were. They had this Harmson kid. Unbelievable. Big kid, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Just a big physical player. Here's a pitch. Ball outside. I wonder if they'll play Goose Lake in the playoffs. That seems <laughs> like they're every year assigned team to play in the playoffs. In the first well, another left-hander's up, Captain Picard. And he swings and misses. One ball, one strike, one out. Runner at first base. Ones are wild. Here's the pitch. Come out today. Oh. Were they ranked high last week? Fourth. <laughs> week, week before that, sixth. <laughs> you talking about the girls? Yeah, the softball team. That's pretty outstanding. They've got a good season going. They were, Sigourney's got a good softball team. Wilton was runner. They might be one or two or something like Wilton that. was runner-up last year. Here's the pitch. Ball outside. In state. Two balls and two strikes. One out. Runner at first base. And a good hard ground ball went in this. But I think they play a little deep. The outfield plays a little deep, particularly when they struggle so much to come in on balls. Here comes the pitch. Way outside. Three balls and two strikes. Well, if you were the Mid-Prairie Golden Hawks, would you send a runner here? I probably would tend to agree with that. I would. I'm aggressive out here. I probably already was sitting by Here's now. pitch. Ball four. Oh, I thought that was my. a strike. That looked like a good pitch. That was the, the, the best pitch he's called the ball all night long. Brings up first baseman. Number six, King. Oh, no. Wow. This is not good. This is not what you want to do. Off the number nine hitter to face Kane Brown. And not the country singer. <laughs> is there a country singer named Kane Brown? <laughs> yeah. I thought the only country singer's name was Merle Haggard. Well. Here comes the pitch. Oh, maybe for old folks like you. That's for sure. <laughs> I am old. I definitely like Merle Haggard. I'm George Street. Johnny Cash. Waylon Jennings ain't too bad. Waylon Jennings. Ball outside. Can't seem to buy a strike now. First thing I remember knowing was the lonesome whistle blowing and the youngin' dream of growing up to ride. Here's the pitch. On a freight train leaving town. Swing and a miss. Not knowing where I'm bound. No one could steer me right but mama tried. Two balls and a strike. Swing and a miss. Boy, you got that pitch by him there. Two and two. Looked like Kane Brown was ready to load up on that one. I think he did, yeah. Well, two balls and two strikes, two on, first out. I think the game kind of hinges on this, this play here. Here's the pitch. It's a fly ball to left field. Owen Hassel gets underneath it. He squeezes it, and there's two outs, and that was a big out, big out. for the Wilton Beavers. Well, what do you think? Are you, are you happy to be, you know, within three runs of, of this late game? Oh, 100%. 100%. I think you got a lot of talent on this team. Like you say, they're, they're young. They're just young and inexperienced. But they're getting some experience, and they're getting some at-bats. Well, the left-handed hitter, uh, Grout, is up. Oh, man. It's just one dangerous hitter after another, isn't it? 
Here comes the pitch. Upstairs. You're not helping yourself any by getting behind this guy. No, you're not. Well, he's very capable of getting a big hit, but uh, this is the if you can get this guy out, this is back-to-back -back innings where they don't score. In fact, this would be the third inning if they don't score in a row. They got one in the first, three in the second, but they got none in the third and none in the fourth. That's right. As the Wilton Beavers keep hanging around and scratching and clawing, trying to figure some way out to get a, a win here tonight. Here comes the pitch, and it's a hit, and it's uh -oh. back, and the center uh -oh. fielder chasing. Uh -oh. This might be out of here, folks, and I think it is. No, it's no. off the top of the wall. One run is in. Two runs are in. Boy, I thought that was out. Did you? I did, too. It was how, too. how high up on the wall do you think it hit? I think it hit him. Well, it was above his head. I think it was right by where that 350 sign is a little over, but that was right at the top. Wow. I think that is going to be the Clarehand trucking drive of the game, or at least I believe unless something right. changed. But that was a big two-out hit. That uh, was every bit of 349 and a half feet. Yeah, that was about the uh, – uh, uh, it had the distance. It just didn't have the height. But uh, two outs, he still just could get one out and get out of this inning. But he throws the ball in the dirt. Now, uh, after a pitcher gives up a home run or a, or a big big hit like that, you gotta, sometimes they get a little down, don't you they? you got to settle down. I always think you, the, the test of a pitcher's medal is how they do it on that batter after the home you run. you got to settle down and flush it down. It's over. Can't this do nothing about it. This is a fast-moving game here. Here comes the pitch. Nice pitch. Strike one. And I believe we got Alex Bean at the plate. Boy, you just can't find any part of the Mid-Prairie Golden Hawks that you can't admire, is there? No. There's just nothing that they do that they don't do well. They're a solid team from Boy, one. Boy, I thought that was a strike. Solid team from one to nine. Two balls sure. and one strike, two outs. Runner at third base. After Carson Grout missed a home run by about six inches, maybe 12. Here comes the pitch. Ball upstairs. And the later the season goes, the more power you seem to see, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, as, for sure. As those at-bats, you know. Those you get it up to 50 at-bats or something, you're going to yeah. be in pretty good shape. There's a nice pop-up. He got underneath it, the pitcher, the second baseman, the shortstop. The second baseman calls everybody off and squeezes it. And they're out of the inning. But uh, a couple runs coming across here. Yeah. As the Wayland State Bank fifth inning is done for. And it's 6-1. to one. Well, Aiden Walker, the senior, steps in as uh, uh, they're going to have to put some runs on the board here in the top of the sixth inning if they want to get back into this game. They had crawled their way back into the game. They'd shut them out two innings in a row, and they had a good chance to get them out of there. Yeah. But a, a, a dang near home run by Carson Grout uh, changed everything around. Here comes the pitch, and it's a drive. And the left fielder's coming. He's coming in hard. He's coming in hard. He gets it. And another great read and reaction by the Prairie outfield. Their outfield is stellar. Yeah. It'd be great to be a pitcher out there and just know no matter what you do, yeah. where you throw it, no matter where they hit it. That's what you want to see. Nobody's going to take a bad read on it. Nobody's going to bobble the ball. Nobody's going to do anything wrong. Defense has got us back for sure. Here comes the pitch. And it's a drive, and it's a center field, and he's back. He backs up, he backs up, and boom, he gets it. 
And we've had a lot of this. Two outs and one, one inning, one pitch, one out. Brings up the pitcher, number 31. Two pitches, two outs this inning. We have Owen Hassel's dad, Mike Hassel, with us today. As he is keen on the Wilton Beavers information. Here comes the pitch. Ball in the dirt. This is eighth grader Briar Putman up to bat. Briar Putman, he's getting his first chance at, at the bat. He's got no nobody on, no uh, one out, one ball on him, no strikes. Here's the pitch. He swings, ground ball to the shortstop, picked up flawlessly and thrown over. And the Mid Prairie Golden Hawks are not doing anything to shake their uh, their inning because they ended this inning in one minute and forty eight seconds. <laughs> well, uh, appreciate it. We'll be right back. Well, Elsie's Kitchen done that brings in the second inning. I, I, uh, in a minute and a half, I didn't have time to say it, but uh, Elsie's Kitchen has topic Iowa. They have uh, all the dry ingredients that you need for soups, for dips, for desserts, whatever you need. They've got it all. Just check out their website, elsieskitchen.net. Uh, they do a great job of helping us out with high school sports. Couldn't get to any of these games without my sponsors, to tell you the truth. Well, who do we got here? The sixth for the Goldhawks. Number 15, Dylan Henry. Dylan Henry, the cleanup hitter, is up. And this eighth grader, Putman, is out there on the mound. He's trying to start, start it out with something. There's a pop foul. It goes straight back up here by the press box. And that's a strike one. Here comes a pitch. Pop foul out of, out of the play down the, the first baseline. And there's no balls and two strikes. Nobody's out. Just the first batter. The bottom of the sixth inning brought to you by LCskitchen.net. Here comes a pitch. Ball in the dirt. Curveball in the dirt. I think he tried to get him to chase one there. Here comes the pitch. Ball upstairs. Here comes the pitch. Swing and a miss. And there's an out. I believe that's his first strike out of the game. There's a strikeout. Following the strikeout of Henry brings out. He struck out the, the cleanup hitter to start the inning. Out. Well, Brady Weber's at the plate. <clears throat> I still think whether you win or lose, you come against a team like Mid Prairie, you come out of it a better team, don't you? Oh, for sure. This is our third game with them this week. We're playing them a lot closer tonight than we did Monday night. Well, here comes the pitch. Ball outside. Oh, strike, strike on the outside corner. Two balls and a strike. Or one ball and a strike. One out. Ball upstairs. And we have Brady Weber at the plate. Here comes the pitch. It's a drive. The right fielder goes back. He's going back. He's on his horse. He can't get there. The ball bounces off the fence. One hop. And 
Here's Mid Prairie again. They hit. They pitch. They feel. They throw the ball well. They throw the ball to the right base. I don't know what they got going, but their coach has done a great job. Hard to find a weak spot in their game. No. Well, as of right now, Carson Grout will have the uh, drive of the game, although that might be the second uh, uh, a bid for the clear hand trucking drive of the game. Ball upstairs. One ball. No strikes. One out. Runner at second base. The Wilton Beavers clinging to their last opportunity here. Ball inside. Two balls. No strikes. Uh, your right fielder did a good job on that ball. Yeah. You know, he got a good read on it. He hustled it. He got it back in the end zone. That's why the guy's at second instead of third. Strike on the outside corner. He's been pretty consistent with that call all night, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he has. That's all you can ask out of an umpire. Yeah. I mean, to me, it looks just a, a, a smidge off the outside corner. There's a runner going, and it's a fly ball to right field. They might have a double play here, but it hung up too long. Wow. What's a good arm for your right fielder? Yeah, there. he's got a gun. He did a great job on that, and there's two outs, and they're one out from getting all away with this. Especially when the ball was crushed like that up against the wall. Yeah. All, of, all of our outfielders, for the most part, have really good arms. Well, your outfield's uh, outplaying your infield in this game, uh, for sure. Well, we've got who do we got up to the plate here? Joe Hall. He drives one to right field, but it's foul and out of play. No balls in a strike, two outs. We're here in Wellman, Iowa, one of the greatest places to see a high school baseball, not just in the state, but probably in the nation. Here comes a pitch. Ball outside. So, Wellman's kind of in a resurgent of their sports program, isn't it? I yeah. Mean, it's, it's a, it tends to be moving north or upward. <clears throat> here comes a pitch. Ball downstairs. Great block by the catcher. Two balls and a strike, two outs. Wilton Beavers need one more good pitch, don't they? Just something. Just anything that could get them an out, and then we'll be out of this inning. Here comes the pitch. It's a ground ball to second baseman. And he just lets it go right between his legs. And there's another run. And uh, another – how many times have they scored runs after two outs? On plays that should have been made. Third base yeah. Well, it's seven to one, and that really might put a nail in the coffin for the Wilton Beavers. Hard to feel the ball when you're sat back on your heels. It's, it's hard for me to think of a team that really is playing better than the, the Mid Prairie Golden Hawks, to be honest with you. There's a foul ball. Out of play. They didn't give up any real big innings. The one inning they gave up three runs, but that's not. But it was just a steady uh, death by a thousand cuts game. Isn't right, it? right. There's a drive, and that might be out of here too. It's back, it's back, and it's it's in the corner there. The run comes in. I've never seen so many near home runs in a game. But that was another great hit. RBI double. Gingrich with the RBI double to left. Landon Gingrich comes in and delivers with two outs, and it's eight to one. That was right down the line, too. I thought that was out. Did you? No. Uh Uh-uh. 
really came off his bat well, and it was traveling. Here comes the pitch. Ball inside. Left-handed hitter. Commander of the Star Trek Enterprise, Captain Picard. He's a great player. Great athlete. Ball outside. This is a school that does everything well. They do. I mean, from their FFA program to their football team. Their track. And everything in between. Their track team, their basketball team, their football team, you name it. Softball, apparently they took down number five, Wilton, tonight. They just, you know, it's one thing to have the talent. It's another thing to have the coaching and the facilities and, and, the, and the support. You know, when they can come out here and play in front of this big of a crowd every night. Strike right on in there. Three balls and a strike. Two outs. <laughs> Captain Picard. Did you ever watch the Star Trek? Here comes the pitch. No, I wasn't. Wasn't a Star Trek guy. I, I only watched when I was in the Army. Uh, and you only get one channel when you're overseas. Called Armed Forces Television. That was ball four. Ball four and the runner is down there at first. And is that Cam Brown? Two out long. Oh. That'll bring the top of the order up. Number 16, Brown. Well, I know Brown has one RBI. Well, the coach is out, and that's, that is going to be it for this guy, and we'll be right back as they change the picture. Well, Caden Sibia has come in. Uh, he's either a freshman or an eighth grader, I'm informed. He's a left-hander, and he's got the left-handed hitting uh, Kane Brown at the plate. This kid is a devastating hitter. Here's the pitch. Hasn't had the greatest night tonight, but he does have an RBI earlier in the game. But he's got uh, runners at first and second with two outs. If he hits a home run, this game's over right here and right now. Here comes the pitch. Ball inside, and it was way inside as Kane Brown had to move to get out of the way of it. Kane Brown has a really good stance. Got his feet where they need to be. And he fouls it off to the left side. One ball, two balls and a strike, two outs. Runners at first and second. Here is the sun's going down in Wayland, Iowa tonight. And uh, this is the best place to see a game. you got to come see a game here. Just look at the schedule and get over here, drive over here, walk over here, take a horse over here. Whatever you got to do, whatever mode of transportation you need to get to get here, you need to get here. Here comes the pitch. Swing and a ground ball. The second baseman has a chance to redeem himself. And he does throw it on. He bounces it on the ground, but the first baseman makes a great pickup. And that's that. And uh, Elsie's Kitchen.net. Inning is over. And we'll be back with the seventh. Off the well, the seventh Logan. inning is going to be brought to you by a new program on Round Guy Radio. It's called Meathead and Dumbbell Show. It's uh, two Scotty Melvin and uh, uh, Greg. Who here comes the pitch? Round ball, the shortstop. Oh, it goes right through him, right between his legs. Right through him. Well, there's the first error I uh, can really say for the. Uh, Reaches on the air, brings nope. up Mid Prairie Golden Hall. But they talk about nutrition and uh, weightlifting, and, and it's kind of like for beginners. You know right, what I mean? Right. If you want to get into nutrition, but you've never done it, you know. But they have a superstar guest uh, 
think his name's Alan Fish or Nate Smith Fish. Ball inside, but he played uh, professional basketball for 10 years. Huh. Uh, he's, and he's from, I guess, Washington. Hmm. He's going to come on the show this week. We had uh, Pablo Lopez, who pitched for the Minnesota Twins this year. Huh? Ball behind him. Runner goes down to second. So who's at the plate here? Owen Hassel. Owen Hassel with his fourth at bat. He came up and, and got a nice base hit. Come with the bases loaded, drove the ball hard to the outfield, but it was caught. He's got a runner at second base. Here comes the pitch. Ball, ball three. upstairs. Three no. Do you have any idea how many at bats he's got for the season? I do not. Here comes the pitch. I think there's a strike. Three balls and one strike. Well, you remember Coach Peterson, Butch Peterson from West Branch? Yep, yep. Here's the pitch. He was all excited about the sophomores that you had on the, the <laughs> team, and he said you guys were, were going to, uh, as they develop, they're going to really be great. And he mentioned Owen yeah. as a great running back. Yeah, that's a huge compliment coming from a name like that. Three balls and two strikes. Here's the pitch. Swing and a ground ball to the third baseman. He scoops it up. He looks over. He throws. He throws offline, but they tag Hassel. And there's the first out of the inning. Well, the Wilton Beavers have two more. Well, Owen put the bat on the ball well all night long. He got one hit to show for it. Yeah, he put the ball in play. But this defense from... Well, we were done the error for the shortstop uh, at the beginning of this inning. I think that's the only error. That the oh, for sure. Here comes the pitch. It's a pop file. Who's at the plate? Ben Garvin popped it up ben to the Garvin, first baseman. He pops it up to the first baseman. There's two outs. Down to their last out. Garvin flies out to Brown. And the meathead and Dumbo seventh inning is in uh, desperation of being over as they need seven runs. With two outs and a runner at second base. So any kind of a base hit here would double their output for offense tonight. Here comes the pitch. It's a drive, and this might be out of here. It's back. The outfielder going back. He's going back. He's going back. It's over his head. It's up against the wall. One run is in. The runner comes down to second. Hey, how about that? How about that? Garvin. No, that's Cade Serrata. Cade Serrata. With the crushing double down the line, that's the best uh, a Wilton Beavers hit the ball tonight, isn't it? That is the hardest hit we've seen for sure. It brings up clean up here. Carter Hall to the plate. Carter Hall gets a hit, and he has been a a, a, a thorn in the Mid Prairie Golden Hawk side all night long, and he's been on base every time, I think. Here comes the pitch. Swing and a miss. Boy, that ball was dropping like a rock at the end, wasn't it? Yeah, it had some snap to it. He had a, a lot of good movement on there. There's one ball and one strike, two outs. Wilton Beavers holding on. It's a drive. It's going down the right field line. They're, they're going out after it. They're going out after it. But it's out of play. And he lives to swing another bat. Yeah. Yeah, they looked like they were camped underneath it, but just the ball barely landed drifted on the outside just on the, of the other side of the fence, and they didn't have a shot at it. He took a great approach to the ball, though. He turned and just turned. Yeah, you gotta like that. 
the reads, the positioning, yeah. the throws. Fundamentally sound. Here comes the pitch. The ball gets away, and the runner's down to third base. Or as Bob Euchre likes to say, just a bit outside. <laughs> that was just a bit outside. Two balls, two strikes, two outs, two runs for the Wilton Beavers, eight for Mid-Prairie. Whoa, that's a ball, but they called pitches right on that edge of strike a lot tonight. So three balls and two strikes. Here's the whole shooting match. The ball game hinges on this pitch right here. Here comes the pitch. Swing and a ground ball. The pitcher gets it. He lobs it over. None of the best throw, but the catcher, the first baseman gets it. And that's all she wrote. Right there. Carson Grout with the uh, clear hand truck and drive in the game. Who would you say would be the player of the game? Oh, I would probably say him or Kane Brown. Well, I, I think uh, let's go with the starting pitcher for uh, that's probably a good pick as well. Weber, Brady Weber is going to be the player of the game. Uh, Carson Brown with the uh, drive of the game, the clear and tricking drive of the game, but uh, uh, he had some competition. Yeah, as uh, even one of the Wilton Bears, who's that Wilton Bears? Drove tonight. the ball. Cade Serrata hit that. Cade Serrata, he made a bid for it. Uh, but at the end of the day, not too bad of a performance for the Wilton Beavers. I don't think. They, they played pretty good. Their infield uh, uh, let them down a little bit. There was no letdown in the outfield. and uh, It was just most, mostly mid-prairie's defense is what done this. I mean, it wasn't that the Wilton Beavers didn't get on the get on the board with the hits or anything. Timely hits and great defense. Yeah. Well, mid-prairie is just awesome. That's all there is to it. Well, thanks for being with me, Mike. Anytime. Anything you want to say before we let you go? Nope. Come out and watch the Wilton Beavers. All right. Well, thanks for being with us. And thanks for listening to Round Guy Radio.